0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Here are your hosts, Matthew Leach and Paul Hagan.
1: Hi, and welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, along with Paul Hagan. We'll be joined in just a moment by MLB.com Yankees beat reporter Brian Hoke. Uh, Paul, the Yankees are are a little bit of a a puzzling team. Uh, They've done without nearly all of their rotation, and yet they keep pitching well. They have brought in a zillion hitters, and yet they keep not scoring runs. What's going on here?
0: <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think that falls under the category of that's baseball. Uh, you know, one of those things you really can't uh, explain. Um, I, I think, uh, the, the, obviously, the thing that the Yankees um, have going for them is that uh, Michael Pineda is coming back. Uh, Masahiro Tanaka may be, may be coming back. He seems to be making some progress. Um, so, uh, I think that, uh, if I'm the Yankees, I'm, I'm happy that I've been able to stay over, um, 500 and hope that I've got a run in me at this point.
1: Brian, uh, as, as noted, Michael Pineda is, is, his return is here. Um, how big a deal is that? And, and what can they realistically expect from a guy who's missed, missed so much of the season?
2: I, I think it's a very big deal for this team because, uh, as you mentioned, they can definitely use a, a little boost here and, uh, Pineda pits very well in, in April. Um, you know, the Yankees waited a long time to get him in their uniform on the mound. Um, pits very well. His first three starts, obviously the fourth one didn't go so well because he was ejected in the second inning and, uh, haven't, hasn't really been heard from since. But, um, when he's right, um, there is a reason the Yankees made that trade. Um, he was an all-star in Seattle. He, uh, the fastball slider changeup combo is pretty lethal. Uh, you know, you go back, and I know it's April, and that seems like a lifetime ago, but he was dominating uh, major league hitters, and he wasn't doing it by accident. So I think that if he can come back and, and pitch like that for the team down the stretch, um, it's just as good as making a trade.
1: And on top of that, uh, Masahiro Tanaka is throwing. Um, he's not pitching. Um, where, where is he at? Is there still some reasonable hope that he might contribute to this season?
2: I think there's hope. Um, Really, until you get a guy on the mound facing hitters, it's probably too early to get excited about it. But good news is that he's tossing in the outfield. He's increased his throwing distance now. He'll be up to 120 feet, and he's not complaining of any discomfort. So I feel like it's a long shot to get Tanaka back, but if he can continue to do this and not feel any discomfort, um, you can start the clock on him. He could start to face hitters. He'll go down to Tampa – Uh, probably need at least two or three minor league starts. But I think you can look for him in the middle of September, assuming everything goes perfect. And if they can get two or three starts out of him in September, assuming they're in the race, I think that could be a big deal for them too.
0: Brian, I know that we hate to ask hypothetical questions, but I'm going to ask you one anyway. Uh, If it was earlier in the year or if the Yankees were closer, uh, would they in a perfect world have liked to have given uh, Pineda another rehab start before they brought him back to the major leagues?
2: Yeah, uh, that's a very good point, yeah. Um, originally, their plan was that they wanted to give him three rehab starts because they wanted him to throw at least 90 pitches in a minor league game before they brought him back. Uh, as it turned out, he had two minor league starts, threw 72 pitches in the last one, and looked good. So, essentially, it came down to, would you rather have Esmiel Rogers on the mound against the Orioles while you're fighting for the division? The Yankees think so, anyway. Or, um, or would you rather have Pineda use those 90 pitches here and – Obviously, the the decision was as long as he got through that triple-A start healthy, uh, he was going to do it in Baltimore. But in a perfect world, yeah, you'd like to have a guy built up and have that under his belt before he gets to the big leagues, but I don't really see a huge deal with it. Um, You know, he'll go 90 pitches instead of 100, and assuming he keeps the team in the game, that probably shouldn't be too much of an issue.
1: it It seemed for really a good stretch there that after a slow start, uh, Hiroki Kuroda had had found his form again, and now, last four starts, it's been a little more up and down, a little more of a struggle. Um, is 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 this just a little thing that happens, or or uh, is uh, is Kuroda just not the same pitcher he was the, the past few years?
2: I think it's something the Yankees have to keep an eye on, especially because last year down the stretch they worked him very hard, and Joe Girardi said after the year last season that he thought that he might have worked them too hard. And Corotta had shown signs of fatigue there. And if you look at his last six or seven starts from last year, they were quite poor. It wasn't the same pitcher. So uh, that's a big reason the Yankees had that rain out in Baltimore yesterday. They used that opportunity to jigger their rotation a little bit, and they're going to skip him next start through. And uh, the reasoning is because they think he could use the rest. So he was going to pitch against the Rays down in Tampa. Um, the rain out allows them to not do that, and so he'll be back on the mound you would think um when the Astro series begins, but uh yeah they're they're clearly cognizant of it they they think that he could benefit from the rest, and I mean, look, this is a guy he's thirty nine now um you know the the miles are piling up here, so if you can give a guy a break here in August, uh, maybe it pays some dividends in september
0: yeah Brian, once again, we spent a lot of time talking about the starting rotation, and that's understandable because of the injuries and how important starting pitching is but as we alluded to in the open, uh, an even bigger problem right now seems to be that the Yankees just can't score runs consistently. Do you think that they have enough offense to, to make a real run here? It, it's
2: curious because you look at the lineup on paper and you think it should score runs. Uh, they they went out and they got these guys who they thought was going to cover up for Robinson Cano. You, you look at Brian McCann and Jacoby Ellsbury and Carlos Beltran, and you think there should be a ton of runs on the board, but um, it just hasn't worked out that way. I, I think the team is now 11th in the American League in runs scored and OPS, and uh, they're not hitting home runs. I think they're ninth in the league in that. So, um, yeah, the, the back of the baseball card just hasn't measured up. I, I know that beltron has been swinging the bat better. Uh, McCann was swinging the bat well before he went on the DL. Uh, and, you know, that's scary, too, with a concussion. You don't know how long that's going to take exactly. But, um, you would think that there would be more run support there. And uh, you know what? Joe Girardi and, and Kevin Long, the hitting coach, have kind of run out of ways to, to talk about it. You know, they just say, yeah, there, it, there should be more. They don't know why. Um, but it's just not working out the way they thought it would.
0: Yeah, and then went out of at the trade line and added even more bats, and it still hasn't really seemed to change anything.
2: Yeah, it's true. You know, uh, Stephen Drew didn't hit too much in Boston, um, so I don't know what you were expecting Coming in, I thought he'd he'd give a little bit, and he gave him a little pop. He's driven in uh, a bunch of runs uh, more frequently than he was doing in Boston, but Martin Prado hasn't done much with the bat so far, and uh, you you would think that's going to come around at some point, too. Um, Chase Headley had a few big games, but you look at his production, and uh, it hasn't blown you away. I think it's better than what they were going to get out of the platoon of uh, John Hervis, Delarte, and Kelly Johnson, but – this is kind of the danger of making incremental upgrades. Sometimes your upgrades are just that. You know, you hope to catch lightning in a bottle the way they did last year with Alfonso Soriano, but that is more the exception than the rule.
1: You mentioned Stephen Drew and, and there was this notion that maybe the time in Boston was equivalent to spring training and he'd start hitting uh, and he hasn't. And Brian Roberts is gone, Kelly Johnson's gone. Um, Are are they just stuck with Stephen Drew as their second baseman, whether he hits or not, or is there another option at that position still yet to come?
2: Well, they've got Rob Refsnyder down at AAA, and they're high on him. Um, You know, he's a guy who's kind of shot through the farm system, and they're thinking he might be their second baseman next year. He'll he'll certainly be in the mix in spring training and have the opportunity to win a job, Brian Cashman said. But uh, Cashman said they also – they're working on him. He's a position switch guy. Uh, they want him to fine tune at second base. They don't think he can do it defensively at the big league level right now. Uh, the one thing you would say about Steven Drew is at least he's playing a, a very solid second base, which is a good thing considering it's a position he had never played before. So uh, I think Drew has upgraded them defensively at second base um, over what Brian Roberts was giving. It looked like Roberts was getting tired here, and you know that's understandable. He had played more games this year than any season since 2009, but uh, you would hope the bat would come around a little bit. I think there is some truth to that idea that that Drew used this time in Boston as a spring training. But uh, if that's the case, then you know, in theory, this is about May, and uh, you would think he'd pick it up a little bit.
0: Fine. I see where uh, Carlos Baltrán uh, may be able to play in the outfield again uh, pretty soon. hadn't played out there since May. But but, could, do you see him really? Do you see that happening? I mean, do you think he actually will play in the outfield? I think it gives
2: them an option. I don't think they're going to play him every day out there. Um, they like the flexibility that Prado gives them in the outfield, and he hasn't hurt them defensively. So uh, I think they're going to stick with Prado out there, but especially a long stretch, days off. and They're in one now, and they're, well, they're, they're going to have a day off tomorrow, but they were, they're finishing up with a stretch now, and they're going to have one uh, in September where I believe it's 21 games in 20 days and uh, now a doubleheader there uh, against the Orioles. These are long stretches, and they've got an older team, too, and they have to to mix and match a little bit. So it does uh, give them some flexibility if Beltran can go out there and play the outfield. I know he has said he would like to. Um, There's some risk in it. You know, you you hope that he doesn't try to hit a cutoff man and his arm blows out and then you lose his bat. But um, I, I think it's something that the Yankees want to do. They don't feel urgency to do it, but it would be a nice option to have.
1: Is there anything else? they can do externally. I mean, there's two and a half weeks left. That's time for Brian Castro to make about six more moves. Are there, are there more moves in the <laughs> offing, or are they done?
2: I, I think they're open to whatever can help them. That's what the team keeps saying. Um, I don't hear that there's anything hot right now on the burner, but, uh, you know, the teams know that the Yankees are looking to patch a ship here. Um, you know, I feel like we've been using that term quite a bit, but it's true. Um, you know, this is what happens when injuries hit, and you try to adjust on the fly, and and really, it's, it's been an, a second year of give us your tired, your poor, your, your, uh, your DFA'd. So uh, I think that the Yankees uh, could add something, but I don't think that there's necessarily anything huge out there that's going to make a terrific difference.
1: Brian Hope, thanks for taking a few minutes to join us here on MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, along with Paul Hagen. Thanks for listening.
0: Catch all of the second-half action on MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service. Watch every out-of-market game streamed live online or on the go in true HD. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 14 subscription, allowing you to watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.